1: The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And we were back this afternoon
2: on H&J. Oh, yeah, uh, and, uh, yeah, it was good to be back. It was. We had a bit of fun, as we often do. We did. We found out what Andy got up to in uh, Argentina. He became somebody else for the night. <laughs> of course I did. Uh, he's got a guilty pleasure that he told us about today. It's not what you're thinking. <laughs> and uh, we looked ahead to the big game, which is live on TalkSport. I say tonight, as we, as we record this... Uh, it's still got a couple of hours till kick-off uh, whatever we believe Adam Dark who previewed the match uh, uh, was a proper football fan He's very funny Pompey fan and uh, you'll hear from him and, and it th- was the world pasty making championships course. where we? else are you
3: going to hear about that
2: so uh, we spoke to uh, we went into we strayed into football uh, inadvertently really yeah. it's only by chance as you're here so here it all is <laughs> Well, and Andy Jacobs back with you through until four here on Talk Sport, where this afternoon, Gretzky. Prince William was in the Villa dressing room that at Wembley he, yeah. before the game mm-hmm. think, no, he you know. Wedding gave him the boys a pep talk. Not quite uh, so mm-hmm. well publicised is that he went in at half time and taught them a new one. <laughs> Yeah. He, he went the full John Sitton. <laughs> Did he? Bring one's chums and bring one's supper. <laughs> right, we, really? Rem- oh, yeah, it was quite
3: really a shocker. Teacups and everything. Yeah, the lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're bone china, though, yeah, obviously. Of they are. Bone china. Saucers. <laughs> <Can Horses. laughs> Coming up between now and four. Marty's here to give us his take on the Premier League weekend. Mm. Andy Brussels also looks back on an eventful couple of days around Europe and what the AJ Pulev and Wilder Fury 3 are the fights no one really wants to see. That's
2: right. Yes, yeah, sorry. I, I changed, why, it. I changed that at the I end know, and I so <laughs> so I'm an an out of practice.
3: Which is what I'm here for.
2: Uh, we'll also take your calls, emails, texts, and tweets, including TV formats for a Shrimpers returnee
3: and what happened when Tony Pulis rode shotgun in the MLS. Amazing. There's all this plus yeah. former Wolves and West Ham winger Matt Jarvis on his non league debut. And we'll look ahead to Pompey versus Arsenal in the first of a big FA Cup week on tonight. That's right. Yeah, yeah it it games be. every night. Yeah, that's right. Um, are you going to your game tomorrow? Unfortunately, <laughs> not any honest. You forgot to get a ticket, did you? Well, I forgot. Got to get my ticket because I was away. I missed three big home games. Yeah, honestly, I'm not doing very well this season. I'll be there Wednesday, looking through the cracks of my fingers. The way things (laughs) are going. (laughs) Oh uh, dear.
2: Anyway, it is (laughs) seven minutes past one. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon.
3: Andy. Yes, good afternoon, Paul. Welcome back. Yeah, and to you. Yeah, You've been away longer than me. I've yeah, forgotten true. how to do this, have you? Well, Although... I have. I probably really knew in the first place. That's, <laughs> that's not,
2: really, not really a problem.
3: <laughs> that's true. <laughs> no sense you being rusty, really, is <laughs> there? Not really, no. <clears throat> and I came back and I was thinking, you don't mm. you don't know anymore. You don't ask who the VAR is. You just ask, who's the bloke who's telling a referee much more experienced than him what to do? Yeah. It's because the... I was so angry at the Manchester United-Chelsea game. I'm still angry about it. <laughs> that's was, how angry I was. I was... I was about three weeks. <laughs> Ago, it wasn't was it? wow. I, I didn't <clears> sleep <throat> the night after the game. I um, you didn't sleep. I didn't. My wife says, "Me, so you were, you, were on you on holiday at that?" Um, holiday, yeah. okay, I'm on holiday. Okay, that's great. You can relax and switch off. <laughs> oh, eh? Yeah. I was so angry. I just <laughs> I just couldn't get over the fact that, you know, that VAR got it so wrong, Chris Caffrey. This is like talk sport gold. <laughs> <laughs> Old matches, want did it cross the line? We've got Helmut from Stuttgart. He's still raging. It's it's absolutely ridiculous. The you know, United have had four big VAR calls go their way yeah. in the last three. No wonder they're not yeah. losing. I mean, two against Chelsea, one against Watford, and the one yesterday, I'm, I'm not sure about the one yesterday. Yeah, he was in the line of the ball, but there's no way way on earth the Gea is getting that ball ever no so United got lucky
2: the only, well look it gives them the fact he is sitting there does give them an excuse we talked to Marty about this to rule it out and in law from what all the refs are, Sages mm, no, Keith yeah, the and Mark yeah, Howsey yeah. have all said you could look at it either way. It was about interpretation, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. as he's lying in front of them, it, it's much easier in some ways to chalk yes. it off than to give it. I agree. And it wasn't
3: yeah. a crucial point of the game and yeah. all that, and it, it was marginal, but it, it went United's way. And yeah. David Ellery was interviewed on Sky this morning. Honestly, he referees, it's such a bitchy community. Oh, ever, they're, they're like
2: supermodels. Like I've, I, I mean, unless you know a few and you speak to them, you don't realise what a bitchy world refereeing is. You'd expect it. It's a funny world because uh, we've gotten to know a few referees over the years and we've gone into the Inner mm. Sanctum when they've been in mm. World Cups and events and stuff. And there's kind of good-humoured sort of... Well, I'm going to have to use that word again. Banter. banter. It's that sort of thing where one of the boys mm. might have a bit of a tough game, and they say, Oh, quarter-finals next week. Do you think you'll still... Have you booked your flight yet? <laughs> so they're all into each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They you they, they support each other, but at the same time... Um, they hang each other out to dry. But it is a very
3: bitter world, isn't very it? very much a backstab of Mike Riley. Without mentioning Mike Riley, he just basically said, you know, well, it never really... He's so... Harry's voice, he's so arrogant. It never really works, does it, when one country goes alone and does something differently to everybody. It was all this. Ooh, OK. You know, you might as well have just said, it's Mike Riley's fault. Yeah, don't <laughs> mention your own handball, you stupid handball rule, yeah. which Friday night was the absolute... Epitome than a deer of that yeah. rule when the ball went from the Norwich player's arm onto Ian yeah. and a great goal was disallowed. Yeah. I mean, talk about that, if you just never saw any other goal yeah. disallowed because that would be the one. When and they change the rule, in?
2: iFab will put a video together and they'll
3: that'll be one of the reasons why that goal will be an <laughs> illustration of why they had to change it. But he never mentioned any of that. No. Tremendous. Well done, mate. It's all going very well for him. Yes. It's all good. Anyway, I succumbed to the Classico last night, so we'll talk about that to Andy Brassel. Yeah, we will. And uh, it's such a high quality. I had to pay for it, but I didn't mind. It was a, It's a high quality fixture. It was but, a five, wasn't it, Andy? Yeah, 5 99 I think it was. 5 but- You know, there'll be a few games. and I I think there's another Classico. So for two Classicos, I thought, well, that's all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it is such a high-quality fixture. The the players involved are incredible on either side. But it was very interesting. Graham Hunter, our old mate, was co-coms. And uh, he was... Good, he's so um, technically knowledgeable, yeah. Graham. He's brilliant. Mm. But it is quite difficult for him to not to use his usual six sentences. <laughs> you know, <laughs> when you're co I mean, he did very well. I'm yeah. surprised. He, but there were a lot of voices. There was some bloke on the touchline, and, uh, and I, th- I gather it was Michael Loudrup was another voice. So there were about four voices, but nobody ever sort of said, what do you think, Michael Loudrup? Which is is they just all barged yeah, in. Yeah, some, and the bloke from the touchline came up. and Who are you, mate? Yes, great. So, so now,
2: I think you of room for improvement We've we got a there. couple of cool subjects I mean, for, to get you involved with. One to get you involved with, to kick it off, is have you ever been anybody else for the night? And Andy was, whilst in yes, Argentina on holiday, somebody else yes. for the night. You Tell us who you were
3: uh, and why. I'll tell you exactly. I need to just get the name up because I can't You're remember. Ca- you it. can't remember who you were for the night. <laughs> well, I thought it would be imprinted. <laughs> okay. Uh, so uh, my friend got us tickets to. I normally go to Boca. Pocca Juniors uh, I'm a fan of Pocket Juniors I'm a fan of anybody but uh, Mm. my friend supports River and it's a big exciting end to the season both teams going for the title Mm. it's only two points in it now that's the background and uh, she got tickets for River versus Banfield but she couldn't you can't get tickets in Argentina unless you're a member but they're just, sort of you, socios, like, yeah, like socios. Not, not Barcelona. Exactly, yeah, you but can't... Yeah. But she got them via Go-Go-Go. Via Go-Go? Via Go-Go, not Go-Go-Go. <laughs> that was the club you went to
2: after. <laughs> £600 for a bottle of champagne? Anyway, Only drunk half of it, a, marched to a cash point. A, with his little legs kicking in the <laughs> air. Two big blokes, his little legs kicking in the air as he's marched to a cash point. I can't remember.
3: You're getting me nervous. I can't remember the pin number. So, so the ticket comes, it arrives, yeah. and it's got this bloke's face on it. Gautieri Hector Andres. Oh, I'm nice. Thinking, I couldn't see any likeness between me and him. I was thinking... And they, when you go to a game in Argentina, there are four security checks. Wow. There are three in the street, manned, and then there's an actual... No, there's five. There's three in the street and there's two. Right, you actually mess about. No, they? they don't. Anyway, I passed three security checks as Hector Gaultieri andres. Has he got a beard and glasses? Sort of, but he's, he's <laughs> a lot younger than me. Let's be honest. Have Most you got the picture? Is it, the, is it on the pass? <laughs> I'll put on the picture. We'll put it on the yeah thing. So anyway, in the end, I had to get out my Talksport identity card because I did get stopped. Right. Like, so you, you don't look like Gaultieri Hector Andres. So I went, okay. Well. So my friend said, "No, he's a uh, extraneous. Did a he genius. do that? Did he do that old thing?
2: Didn't I, uh, you, sir, I, I knew Ge- Galtieri Hector Andrews, and you
3: are not Galtieri Hector. Yeah, yeah the, the I kind of just a lot to say. It's a big yeah. name, isn't it? So I got me a, a TalkSport card out with my photo on it. You br- what- you're brandishing it like it's a <laughs> Brand- red card. A bit like Bob Nadcardi. You look like Chris Cavanaugh. <laughs> Do you remember Bob Cardi from the favela in R- Rio? Yeah, that's right, yeah. Who basically pacified, he's a wonderful man, he pacified this favela uh, yeah. in the early days, and he went there, and he they were all armed with rifles, yeah. And he just had his BBC, his card, BBC journalist card. And he basically waved it at them and said, If you shoot, me, you'll be in big trouble. Yeah. <laughs> you'll be all over the <laughs> six o'clock news yeah, in England. Like that. Yeah. Hugh
2: Edwards be, won't be happy yeah. about it. And He'll so. put, it, put it, a little well, firm together, Hugh, Hugh Edwards, so Emily <laughs> Mateless.
3: They'll all go over Mob Andy, <laughs> like a like the wild <laughs> it's geese. Unlikely. Anyway, I felt like Bob Ned Carney. I got in. Oh, you got so but, but
2: your talk, your talk sport pass. I mean, does it, it just shows you in your picture? It doesn't really tell you. It just says. No, 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 it's
3: a different one. I've, oh, okay. got, I've got the old school. Oh, you got? Goes... You still kept it? Have oh, you? yeah, for nostalgia, I've got the one. So you
2: did? You did the journalist? <laughs> <laughs> were you giving it all that journalist? <laughs> I, I were you?
3: did do a bit of one of those. What about
2: that? Anyway, <laughs> works, Andy, anyway. for one night only tonight, Matthew, I'm going to be Galtieri, Hector, <laughs> Andres. Uh, who are you? Uh, for a, a short space of time, and in what circumstances? We'd like the name and the circumstances as to why uh, you used uh, somebody else's identity uh, for the evening or whenever. Talksport.com forward slash 18J, text to 81089, tweet to TS. H&J, you're not the only one who kind of gets upset about sort of vintage decisions. Mm. Jerry's been in touch. He said, I wake up in a cold sweat remembering Leeds versus West Brom 1971. Ray Tinkler should never ref after that again.
3: <laughs> He's
2: So there's one that still lives with you. That you're, agree with you. You'll wake up angry one day about a, uh, an old uh, decision. We'd love to know in any sport. Talksport.com Text 81089 tweet T S H and J.
1: The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talksport.
2: Bianca Jacobs here on Talksport. Coming up in final hour, we'll talk uh, Portsmouth versus Arsenal. Adam Dark joins his big Pompey fan to tell us more about his team because a lot of people uh, who are Premier League football fans wouldn't have mm. seen a great deal of them. Uh, but uh, they don't lose many at home, and um, we'll f- find out whether Adam thinks they've got a good chance tonight against the Arsenal. Uh, yes, it is the World Pasty Making Championships. Well, of is, Quality yeah. of pasty, uh, they've, they've kind of yeah. they're crimping. They're very different yeah, sort of yeah, sub. Yeah. Uh, sub competitions that go. I bet you can't wait. And um, uh, into Miami had their first game against LAFC. Phil Blacker was commentating on that one with Tony Pulis, a very amusing and interesting. Did he uh, wear all co-com. That MLS
3: gear? <laughs> yeah, the full.
2: Yeah, he had one half with the LA gear. We'll ask Phil if that was the case. Uh, we also asked you earlier on whether you've even whether you've ever sort of become someone else for the day because Andy got himself into the River Plate game the other day. Uh, against
3: Banfield, uh, and what was your name, Andy Remind uh, us? Uh, yes, it was gautieri hector andres yeah that 's that's a younger me. man than me with a beard though, but no yeah. glasses. Um, France
2: 98, me and my pal got tickets for England versus Tunis. The trouble is, this one's so long, I can't actually scroll down to the end of it, I don't think. Let's have a look, or can I? But anyway, um, the gist of it is, he went along with a mate, they got uh, tickets from Frank LeBeuf who helped them out. And he said he had his name all over the tickets. We got in okay, but then these young French fans turned up uh, in our seats with autograph books, looking for... uh, Frank, um, oh Frank, as oh Frank, oh yeah, sorry, yeah. He said he said I am five foot six, grey hair, and a little overweight, <laughs> so it clearly wasn't me. He then says in broken French, we told them that Frank was doing
3: some tea. Why would you talk to French people in broken <laughs> French? Well, Tony get with Robert <laughs> Pierce. <is> that's true. <laughs> so maybe that's the thing.
2: Yeah. Anyway, so I didn't get to the
3: bottom of it because it was it was a bit of a novel, but brilliant. Yeah. Whoever you were, top work. Thank you very much for that. It was funny this game because uh, I don't normally go to River because uh, my best friend over there is a massive Bocca fan he yeah. knows all the people there and he always takes me he's lovely and everything so I've become a Bocca fan but mm. I, di- I didn't mm. want to admit to him that I was going to the River game because you know oh, no, it, it wouldn't, wouldn't go be... down well but where are our seats they're right in the front behind the dugout I'm thinking it's like Larry David he's going to see me on the telly going <laughs> <laughs> to <He'll laughs> see you waving at yeah, the yeah. game like yeah, they've yeah. scored and I'm hugging my my other friend Yeah, but, uh, I met a very interesting bloke out there though that um was an Australian guy, hmm. and he told me he'd spent five years making a documentary with John the Beast Mugabe. Do you remember him? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But through reasons I wasn't able to ascertain or would legally be able to prove, somehow they fell out, and the footage... No longer is with this chap, so he oh, never well. got to complete the documentary. I was thinking, well, that's a long time to spend, really, on something that didn't happen. But there you go, so it's not, it, it won't get made. <laughs> no, it doesn't look like it unless John the Beast Mugabe finishes it himself. So, watch out for that. Oh, okay, Jane, right, Cinema yeah. multiplex. Cinema multiplex. and you're being uh, be uh 3D. I fulfilled a bit of a lifelong, I've got a secret pleasure, it's a guilty <clears throat> what do you call these things? You've here? got a, a guilty, guilty pleasure, is it a yes. secret pleasure or well, guilty pleasure? It's well, not gonna be secret. <laughs> Much longer. <laughs> no, it's guilty, really. Yeah. It's, uh, I've always been a massive fan of uh, Jose Feliciano. And <laughs> it's ridiculous, isn't it? I absolutely love this man. I love his really? interpretations of, of the way that works. So I, oh, hang on. No. I, I
2: know what's going to happen. Uh, you, you had a problem with a heating system in your flat <laughs> no. and he come and lit
3: your fire. <laughs> Is that what happened? No. Okay. So I, I thought to myself, you know what? I'd really like to see the. He must be quite old now, host. I'd like to see him before he goes and before I. I like, I'm, I'm sure he's delighted. <laughs> <laughs> Which is going to happen quite soon, I feel. But anyway, well, I'll ask Lee Price from Paddy Power. <laughs> so anyway, slightly, slightly. Uh, so yeah, I I'll, look look up, I'll Google. Uh, Jose, See if he's playing round your Felicio, way, Feliciano. Not yeah. Joseph Feliciano. Be, be pointless, really. Jose Feliciano <laughs> once got into a New York game using his pass. Yeah. Jose Feliciano, yeah. we're touring UK 2020. Oh yeah, and he's only making one appearance in this country. Really, it's live at the Bexhill on Sea Pavilion. <laughs> so I have booked the tickets. I'm off. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. I know. Yeah, On May, Friday, May the eighth, I shall do the show. Hopefully, why is he only here. doing Beck's Hill? I, I don't know. Why I is don't it th- get I- it. What's the big press? That's his fan club centre. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I could not work it out. Anyway, I've booked a hotel because it's a bit of a long way to yeah. go. So I've mm. booked a sort of boarding house in Beck's Hill for me and the wife. <laughs> I should be off after the show. Really? Yeah, you're going to have dinner in Bexhill, Hill. Watch the. Okay, Jose. well look, when is this? Can you imagine if you get to call <laughs> Mr Feliciano can unfortunately not make it? Yeah. This evening's
2: place has been you, know, you still have a great it's night replaced in replaced place. If you've got any delights... Any delights of Feliciano. Uh, <laughs> any delights
3: of Bex Hill? Yeah, of for,
2: uh I'm looking mm-hmm. for Jose Feliciano UK Fan Club. Let's have a look. Where is it based? <laughs> Uh, he's got fans all over the world None in this country But no he has He's got it's, Apart from you yeah. No he has He's got fans everywhere So brilliant So uh, mm. Is it uh, You get tickets easy Or do you have to get them off a of towel No no
1: <laughs> buy <an experience. laughs> Or buy go-go-go As buy, I called the bird.
3: Buy or sell
2: There'll be a no, bloke no. outside
1: no, I
3: got them from the theatre And uh, and also while I was away I love to go uh, Racing I, I do love a bit of racing Of okay. course we'll be at Cheltenham next week Don't and, like uh, racing But you like racing <laughs> no, I love racing okay. And uh, it's a quite a fun afternoon out They have it Every Monday at this big race course in the local area yeah. and uh, in, in you can put it, so they've got the tote so you, you sit and you have a cup of coffee and you watch the racing or if you're outside it's a bit hot but you, you know and then there's lots of places to go and put a bet on so something happened to me that's never happened before I went to uh, I studied the form because I've got quite good at it and then, you know, I realised that you know which ones have got a chance and which ones haven't and I've yeah. got quite a high success rate there. well please so gamble I, responsibly I yeah. so I go I go up to this uh, woman and I said uh, 500 pesos please on number two. Yeah. And the woman in Spanish said to me, are you sure? <laughs> I said, yes, I'm very sure, thank you very much. So I put the money
2: on She's not going to do very, it's not gonna, I mean, that's, I'm not sure I was the owner of that particular bookmaker as going
3: say, like, wouldn't touch that with a barge pole. No, I mean, it's not great. It's not going to happen Okay, childhood. well, thanks, thanks for the warning. So I got back to the thing, I said, that's very odd. And I looked at it, and of course, mm. I'd, I meant to put it on number three. Yeah. Number two had never... It re- was a debut oh, th- so she
2: was right. She was, she was trying right, to- yeah.
3: Okay, what about
4: that? Yeah, never mind, it didn't Oh, win. see,
2: what it was, uh, Jose Feliciano was born in... Uh, he was born in Winchelsea. That's what it is. is. <laughs> <Yeah>. Winchelsea. Or oh, Winchelsea. 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 No, not isn't no, it uh, no, Winchelsea. Isn't Winchelsea? No, it's Winchelsea. The locals call it Winchelsea. Everybody calls it Winchelsea. Well, not that Not that no often one lately. Calls- Only two in about ten. <laughs> no one calls it Winchelsea.
3: Uh, anyway, that's right. Yeah. Jose Feliciano, born. Uh, oh, no, he, really he wasn't he's, uh, born in uh, Lewis. Did you think that Prince William, I thought about this yesterday. Yeah. Do you think he started, like the, the, the fans, the other fans started saying, you're going down with the Sussexes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably I mean, think they, they could have done the, the City fans, but I'm sure they, no, they, they wouldn't, wouldn't have done do the, that. would do yeah, that. anything right else? I mean. Um... Tyrone Mings could have once been a uh, mortgage advisor. No, oh, no, he did. He did it for a while. Yeah. He talked about that, oh, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. You must see my man Tyrone Mings. it would be fantastic, wouldn't it? But a friend of mine said to me on holiday, he said, I don't know if many boys in the uh, <laughs> villa dressing room need mortgages, do <laughs> they, these days? True. Yeah. And they said to me, which three players went to public school, three Premier League players? And I knew Callum Hudson-Odoi had, because he right. went to Wickgift. I knew Victor I Moses had. Current players? Yeah, not necessarily current players. Well, yeah, so I don't know what the question was. Oh, Quite, I mean, but a lot Taro of players. But M- Taro Mings is one of them.
2: Well. But a lot of the clubs is young players. They kind of they are schooled, aren't they, by the clubs and they tend, they don't go to the local comp. No, it's true. So I think, you think true, quite a lot yeah. of
3: boys who've gone that's, through
2: yeah. that system. Good, I mean, Frank Lampard point. did, didn't he, of yes, course? Yes, yeah, he did. Yeah, 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 he, yeah. No question about it. Quinton Fortune did because he went to uh, school with uh, somebody I know's lad. Oh,
1: okay. So he was that's another one. But quite yeah, a few just
2: some of the people. Yeah. Um, this was a sad story, this, from Berlin. A unique £150,000 piano was destroyed when workers taking it out of the Berlin studio dropped it. But if you're going to use L&H removals, there's a little little, (laughs) little, little, little fat fella with a bowler hat and and a thin one. If you're going to employ those two to move your your (laughs) piano, it it does 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 seem a bit of a mistake, doesn't it, really? It's true. Kim Kardashian, Mm. uh, she went uh, to uh, Kanye uh, Kanye West, do her old man's Mm. do, the other day, and she was wearing a skin-tight latex suit. I thought, oh, we must yeah. get one, if, if um, <clears throat> they could knock one up for the moose, with the name the moose on it, that he could wear. He could wear for games. It would be that tremendous. That would be nice, <clears throat> yeah, we'll find out who made it for kids.
3: We, we're, we're, we're trying to get them on, the British Eating Association, is that what they're called? Is that right? Is that any British Eating Association? British Eating Competition? The, no, the British... Um, I'll come back to this. Yeah, but it? whatever they're called. Yeah, we're going but to anyway. talk to them later in the week. Yeah, the British Eating to. League. So we, we're thinking of sort of training Moose up and entering him into the league. Mm. So, uh, they've got a gatto eating competition coming up. No double chocolate fudge cake. I mean, anything. I is, think he's a shoo-in for the tuna
2: section. Yeah, he would. He would be. He got to eat a whole tuna. <laughs> <laughs> that's straight. Yeah, straight <laughs> landed the in Japanese the boat and lightly seared. Lightly seared, and he's got to eat the whole thing. I think he'd be brilliant. Yeah, it cost that costs us a definitely. lot of money. That sure will catch Five million with
3: him. quid a tuna. Yeah,
2: we'll catch up with him later in the week. Um, Paul Jiggins has been in touch. Will Hughes adding to. Uh, oh yes, will adding Hughes to the list. In the of, list, uh, that's of, great. Thank the you. Public. Does he ever wear a monocle when he plays? So the public well, schools Jigo went to public school we all know well, that he did yeah that's right he did that's <laughs> one of the few public schools in Bermondsey that's right the grounds the grounds of the school he wore a top hat for many years but it was fun walking home back to his flats wasn't it, it was, really yeah. in his top hat and his waistcoat <laughs> Never got any trouble. No. Um, somebody here, um, where's it come Craig? Uh, used to call himself Trelford Mills. He claims that was his uh, uh, nom de plume. We had a lot of people. Yeah, that got, we had a lot of people who got very upset about uh, goals like you did. You were angry three weeks on after the Manchester United-Chelsea game. One bloke here, Tommy, it's almost like you know, he has to get this off his chest. He's put it all in capital letters as well so because he's yeah. shouting it like Oivini. So, oh, he says, I'm still angry about that Dermot Gallagher blunder from the FA Cup quarter final between Palace and Leeds when Palace scored a perfectly good goal only for Michael Dewberry, handled the ball, back over the line and back into play. Best case was a goal. Worst case, a pen to Palace and a red card for Dewberry, right? Mm. No. According to Mr. Gallagher, play on. Thanks, <laughs> says uh, Let's get Tommy. "Come on him. Ask
1: him about that decision. <laughs> yeah. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport.
2: Now they just had the World Pasty Championships uh, down in Cornwall. Yes, it's
3: comprehensive.
2: Yeah, all the um, categories, and it, it wasn't it wasn't a local do. There were people mm. all over the country. Well, is uh, the world champion? Of course, it. Of course, it was mm. here to tell us uh, more about it. Um, is uh, John Foster and John has a leading role uh, in the world of pasty making. I think uh, the company he works for uh, w- did very well in the event. Let's find out more Ooh. about it, shall we? I feel like I do feel like Charlie Baker should be here, <laughs> although he is Devon. He is yeah. cream before jam, <laughs> yeah. so he probably wouldn't want to be here. That's true. Um, good afternoon, John
4: good afternoon paul andy
2: yeah well look uh, another world championship i'm sure we've spoken about this uh, over the years you have many different categories i see mm. it's not just it's not just the one competition is it
4: um no not at all it's uh, open to juniors uh, amateurs there's professional companies there's mm. uh, yeah there's all sorts and it's not just cornish pasty either oh okay.
3: no because the winner quoted in the paper this morning saying look the the actual cornish pasty has quite strict rules of what can be in it and how much so explain what is a traditional in terms of the competition a cornish pasty
4: so a traditional cornish pasty can have a minimum of 12.5 percent skirt of beef right. um, it must have sweet potato onion and uh, salt and pepper Right, and it must be uh, hand crimped in the traditional way. Hand Sounds crimping, good. I do love that little
2: crimping. bit of that little yeah. bit of
3: coal dust on the crimping. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <It's just, laughs> they just. I, I do love a in. pasty, a Cornish pasty, but they, you know, I find they do they can repeat on you because it's hard <laughs> to get the you've got to get the ingredients fully cooked, haven't you? That's that's quite a trick, I think.
4: You have indeed.
3: Could you not build in a Rennie? <laughs>
2: Infused If you could just Build in a kind of Rennie Lace it with a, with, a, Or a, a, So I don't want to get um, Max Rushton into trouble With a, with a, another alternative uh, Indigestion tablet That's So um, uh, So you, The other categories You have the kids section Don't you Where you, you yep. say so you can't win anything With kids But you can in the world past Well the you, you can in indeed
4: there was an eight-year-old girl called Daisy Lovejoy mm. um, who won the junior category for the best Cornish pasty. Nice. And
2: yes. there was, was from a Plymouth young as well. lady,
4: Plymouth. Okay. Yeah, young oh, lady called Jodie Heath who Coming won down the here. junior open savoury with a sweet and sour chicken pasty, mm, and nice. she was 14 years old. So, in so you, you allow people's
2: imagination to run wild in certain categories. You don't mind. I mean, what were some of the weird and wonderful ones you've had over the years in uh, in terms of uh, kind of filling, uh, John?
4: Oh my word! All, all sorts. And I, I really need all sorts. out of that. Literally, anything goes. Anything wow. goes.
3: Yeah, I mean, the first in the open, savoury amateur. Well, you don't need to tell me that. but <laughs> Carry on. Ten. <Jan> Mickalef <laughs> from Sheffield with a goat's cheese, pear, shallot, and walnut. Wow. Sorry, sure, true. You're not sure about that one. What about but, uh, uh,
2: Nick yeah. Brown's one from? Oh, that's a nice one. Ham, hot cheddar, and apple chutney.
4: Yeah, I can yeah, see so, that working.
2: Oh, that's a so, winner.
4: Yeah, so Nick, Nick works for Rose Bakeries. Our um, he's one of our um, development chefs. Mm. So yeah, you're right with a ham hock, cheddar, and apple chutney. Do mm.
3: uh, people shout "fix" when Rose win? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit no, the, yeah. He's above that, Johnny. He, he wouldn't do that. No, no, no he seems he's much better.
4: Exactly. And you that's have. You luckily, have... we're not on the uh, we're not on the judging panel. Oh.
3: Yeah, we should mention David Timmins because he did well, win. You have to. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you, you, you do have to. And uh, David, uh, known to us in the business as Oscar, he is our other development chef. Right. So he, yeah, so he also won Best Professional for the Cornish Pasty as well. I've got to why, ask, why is he yeah. known as Oscar? Why is he called Oscar? I, you know, I don't know. I didn't know until I didn't know until this week he was actually called David. i was yeah. just not for some terrible reason. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 yeah,
2: that's fantastic. Now, um, Vanessa uh, Far, she came from Bristol, didn't she?
4: To make, she did indeed. Yeah,
2: three-hour trip down to uh, down to Padstow, hmm. and uh, isn't it isn't. Oh, it oh, was it Eden was it, Sorry, I'm, I'm looking at the, the Sun. I've been to the Eden Project. It's fantastic. That's always well worth a visit. Sorry, it said Padstow here. So, uh, yes, yeah, you made the journey down, and uh, she was the overall winner, wasn't she, of the pasty?
4: She was the overall, yeah, she, was, she won the category of best amateur Cornish master, yeah.
3: Right. Was it true the Villa player, John McGinster, was one of the judges? I don't think so. You're talking him. to an Aston Villa fan here,
4: so, uh, Oh, oh John.
3: Well, at least you got not, it.
2: <laughs> yeah. Not a good
4: week. Not a good week. Yet. No, that's well, it, true, I, we
2: don't know. We were talking about this earlier on. We do wonder whether, you know, we saw Dean Smith at the end with the players, whether they that could, I wouldn't say kickstart the season, but get them out of trouble because it wasn't a decent performance. I do hope so. Really? Why Villa for you, then? A, you sound like a, a oh, Tony
4: from that part. My parents are from the Midlands. Oh, so I, so I, I've been bought up on it since, uh, since a young lad.
2: Fantastic. Oh. So you did... Uh, don't send them any pasties till the end of the season. We don't... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we don't <laughs> want them getting indigestion. G- <laughs> sh- them we don't want <laughs> old Jack running around the pitch. <laughs> do we, really? Not really, <laughs> no. No, no, I, yeah, no, no we good. need him fit. Well, brilliant, sounds like a lot of fun. It's a great product. Thank you very much for joining us. We
1: appreciate it. Thank you, gents. Enjoy the show. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport.
2: Paul Hawksby and Jacobs here on TalkSport. We've got a live game for you. You're going to have uh, plenty of live football this week. It's an FA Cup week, of course. A few people have been critical of the fact that it's being spread over... Was it... Three or four nights. I think they're going to get them... Is it over four nights, isn't
3: it? Uh, the I thought Thursday. it was four nights. I am sure this a Thursday game. Anyway, that's we'll... But not a London game, in. I think, because we're going to the London Football Awards. Oh, yeah, yeah that's right. There, there are games, World but it's, that's World true. Right.
2: That's right. Before that, of course, tonight mm. uh, we bring you uh, Portsmouth versus Arsenal maybe a game on paper you think uh, you know big Premier League side uh, should be a foregone conclusion but not Fratton Park Fortress Fratton here to tell us more uh, it's his team he's a documentary maker who's been to us a couple of times around his fine films he's also a big Pompey fan I follow him on social media and he's a heart on the sleeve Port, a bit like you end. Okay, <laughs> knee jerk heart on the sleeve Portsmouth Where fan like, uh, Adam Dark joins us good afternoon Adam <laughs>
5: Hello, guys. Hey, I feel I feel mildly embarrassed that I'm kind of only the second best dark. If only the second best dark to <laughs> talking about this, but I'll I'll take it anyway. So well, yeah, he's we, got to remain we,
2: neutral. We wouldn't comp- want to compromise your daddy and uh, you know neutrality because he's commentating on the match tonight, isn't he?
5: He's he's been sending me numerous stats for the last. Um, two days all of which were painfully dull and I've advised him not to
3: use tonight um, but yes he
5: is commentating
2: yes. um, we've real confidence boost <laughs> for him in yeah. the game Nigel Adley did the, <laughs> p- the Tranmere game the other week and uh, I'm just saying this, I suppose in the end you just sort of park it I'm sure that's the way he sees it but I mean if they're 3-0 if mm. up or they just get a late winner he's they're not going to be 3-0 <laughs> no, no, <laughs> well, look anything can happen in football yeah. uh, the Watford yeah. was <laughs> saying but how, do you think it, you, well, you all know as you know him very well well obviously it's your dad for goodness sake. You're hearing yeah, the voice, whether he's 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 slipped a bit,
5: whether there's a bit of a catch in the voice. Yeah, he does. He, go, he goes for the, he goes for neutrality, mm. and of course he is neutral because he's the you know he's the consummate pro, right? Yeah. But you know, sort of under the, under the table, he's like clenching his fist. You know <laughs> it, and if you know him pretty well, you can tell the little nuances in his voice. Mm. So I you know I know how much he wants Pompey to win, but then he would say that tonight he's um, he's neutral.
2: Underneath yeah. his big coat, he's wearing the Pompey <laughs> sailors outfit. <laughs> he's just not wearing the hat. He will put that on, on his, his belt. He's yeah. not ringing it when they <laughs> score. John's bell, yeah. Got John's <laughs> on but anyway <laughs> um, uh, yeah so look Fortress Fratton for a reason I mean maybe you can get, I mean they may be boring stats to you but it might be worth you to sort of, they've not lost there for a while have they
5: no I mean <laughs> I've given Kenny Jackett quite a lot of stick as mm. you probably know Paul on yeah. social media <laughs> because you know he is like he's a, he's a Graham Taylor disciple you know he's an old school manager and I had the sort of feeling that maybe he'd, he'd probably passed his sell by date but to be fair he's turned it around and, you know, look, we don't play with any great style and any great aplomb. And we often look pretty awful. <laughs> but, we, but we sort of have a way of, I can't use the phrase, it ends in house. Right, but we sort okay. of have a way of, like, winning games ugly. Mm. And yeah, we often look second best. Uh, we often have very little possession. Uh, but we're pretty solid. We're, we've got a good work rate, good ethic. And we sort of find a way to score.
3: Yeah, Arsenal won't like that. They won't like. Uh, well, you that, said they don't like it, up them. Well, they don't. They never have, and they never, they never will. Really, that's asked the Arsenal way. But they do have in Aubameyang one of the best strikers in Europe, and that I think I fear may be the difference.
5: Well, that that's sort of my question, really, Andy. Is you know what team do Arsenal pick? See my feeling is that if they pick anything close to their first eleven, then you know we cough up possession so often. That's just the way that League One is. Apart from probably Coventry and maybe Oxford. There's not many good footballing teams in the league. And we cough up possession so much that against a team of quality, we're going to get punished as we did against the Scummers Southampton earlier in the season. Um, And I feel that if they play their first team, we're going to be in trouble. We'll lose by three or four at least, being realistic. But if they do pick a different team, if they do blood a few kids who maybe aren't used to the kind of raucous atmosphere that that will be generated tonight, and we do get into them. We've got a little chance, but I think it sort of comes down to what team they pick. You know,
3: yeah, they've got Arsenal. Uh, sorry, they've got West Ham on Saturday at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they, you know, they're not entirely out of it. They had that big shock last week. They, they need to. Try and get back into the Europa League positions, so they might I mean, rest. Well, first, they might right? play in Kettia, but in
2: has played a bit.
3: Uh, maybe not enough. Leeds fans would say. Yeah, is very at championship level. He's a decent. player Yeah, a couple as well. of
2: boys have been out on loan, so it's it's look. It's possibly might he might shake it up. Um, Martinelli, that might be a Fratton, might be a bit of a culture shock for him. Possibly
3: tonight. Yeah, he's pretty handy there.
5: I think I think it will be for a lot of their players to be honest. I know I'm not going to pretend that these guys haven't played in, in possibly you know no. bigger stadiums, but you know, you know, I know I'm biased, but Pompey is really old school, as You know, what I mean, mm. the grounds barely changed in the 36 years that I've been going. It's really intimidating. It's close to the pitch. It will be it will be a real cauldron tonight, and it just depends how they cope with it and how we start, um, but. We've got a chance. We've got a slight chance.
3: Okay, yeah. now, for I haven't seen Portsmouth play this week, but I, uh, this year rather, I'm going to be watching them tonight. Who should I be looking out for? Who's, who's your best player?
5: I mean, probably the fans would say. Well, I mean, look, John Marquis gets a lot of the press. Mm, he yeah. scores goals, right? Um, I've heard him dubbed the League One Lewandowski. Um, I mean, he does get a lot of this level. He looks terrible in general play. He just he looks like he can't play, but he's one of those who <laughs> he just finds himself in the right areas and he gets on the end of things. And he's not even a natural finisher, but he, kind of, he gets enough chances that he scores. The one that probably will be interesting tonight will be Ronan Curtis, who scored a lot of goals and, and created a lot of assists as well. ...on the left-hand side. I don't know whether Bellerin plays tonight up against him... ...but that will be a really interesting match-up. He's full of fire, plays for Ireland... Uh, he's always up for it. He likes a scrap. He gets in people's faces. He's got good delivery. He can score as well. That that will be an interesting. Yeah, um, matchup I hope he plays. The They're outside. assessing
3: him, aren't they? For He's obviously been injured because uh, it says Portsmouth yeah. are assessing injuries to captain Tom Naylor and winger Ronan Curtis.
5: So, yeah, yeah. And, and Naylor's massive because, I mean, he's very much a League One player, but. He's he's everywhere in central midfield. He's a ball winner. He's a leader. Like you know, we absolutely sort of, we, we desperately need him in there. There's no one that could come in and replace him. But I think just in terms of like stylistically, it's such a funny matchup because we are pretty old school. We're pretty old school, you know. And you know, uh, you know, our centre halves, our right back, you know. Um, yeah, it, it, it'll be it'll be interesting seeing them against kind of the skill and the finesse of Premier League players.
2: So um, set pieces and you know they're going to be your best options. You think on the night you got big boys who are decent in the air up front. Will there yeah. be a bit of that from corners yeah. and free kicks?
5: There's a guy. There's a guy at centre back called Sean Raggett. Oh yeah, who's He's an guy. Arsenal fan, isn't he? Who's an Arsenal fan, and mm. we got him on loan from Norwich. Uh, I think he got promoted to Lincoln City before that. Hmm. Real, real old school type, big six foot five kind of bruiser. When he first came in, he looked terrible. He's like a robot. He couldn't turn. He couldn't move. (laughs) The fans were on his back. And he's just, the more games he's played, he's turned it around. They're calling him Ragatino now. (laughs) Or like Sergio Raguero. And it's like, he's sort of... He, he is looking really cultured now. He's sort of like a passable impersonation of Paolo Maldini. <laughs> where at the start of the season he was like, God, he was he was absolutely shocking. So, yeah, he's a, he's a real threat from set pieces. Um, and Burgess, he plays alongside him, so yeah, I would say set pieces for us will be strong
3: now, that is I'm okay. not a team psychologist yeah. no, you've, <laughs> got give, you, the you've got to give you uh, 've got to give
2: Kenny Jacket a bit i mean if, if he 's come in and he 's turned the player around on loan, then you know he probably deserves a bit of credit for that doesn 't he really in case of rally i do
5: i, I give him mm. I give him massive credit, he knows he 's forgotten more about football than i 'll ever know, mm. and that 's why Twitter is hilarious because you you know you spout all this kind of stuff, and I get sick from. <laughs> plenty of stick from Pompey fans that like I have no idea what I'm talking about and they're 100% right <laughs> I, I wanted Kenny jacket out because I feel, I feel I still feel that he's he's kind of from the dark ages and I think at championship level I think he'd really struggle you know he's not a great sort of I don't think he's a great man manager but he's a real solid process guy and he just works them and works them and I think at this level that's that's usually mm. enough
2: Look, enjoy the game. Really good to talk to you, Adam. Give our best to your dad. Thanks a lot. Good
1: day, cheers. Take care. (laughs) Adam Dart
2: there. Portsmouth fan off the match funny. tonight says daddy and commentating. just listen out for that catch in the voice if uh, Sean Raggett goes up for a corner and gets a winner in the 93rd minute and um, yeah, that's, that's great. do you see a story about uh, Sean Raggett in the papers today he's Arsenal fan and uh, he arranged to meet some mates after Lincoln played uh, at the Emirates in the Cup so he turns up at the pub and the old Dorman's there he says uh, Arsenal fans only mate he said I am an Arsenal fan he said well I need to see your ticket for the game, he said, "Well, I haven't got one." He said, "Well, you can't come in." I said, well, I haven't got one because I was playing. They <laughs> said, "Well, I'd, yeah, anybody can say that." And he yeah. said, well, "I've got his shirt if you want." <laughs> Did he get it? Yeah. Out? yeah. Well, and the, the bloke, bloke let him in. He said, "Well, I can't let you in. You have got a Lincoln tracksuit on. You're gonna have to put your coat on over that." Well, so. Why didn't you put Cassioni's <laughs> shirt? <laughs> so there we are. He's a proper Arsenal fan.
1: The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. There we are. That was this afternoon show. As Andy had been
2: off for a couple of weeks, we didn't have a Don't Ask Me. I can't ask him things about three weeks ago. <laughs> Although, as you just heard, he does remember the refereeing performance or VAR performance of Chris Kavanagh yeah, I certainly very well. Uh, he could have answered any questions on that. We'll see you tomorrow. Uh,
1: thanks uh, for listening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport.